Welcome to Behind the Solutions podcast. This is a time for you to stop the heavy lifting part of your job and soak in some light listening. Put in your ear pods, take a walk, and listen to the most read educational content on ISEMag.com. Hi, it's Sharon Volman. We are going to share with you an article from ISEMag.com so you don't have to stress your weary eyes. Just sit back and listen. I'm going to read Ready for the Bead Funding Way by Tim Arbiter. Six leadership moves to get ready. There's a broadband industry maelstrom going on right now as the federal government, the FCC, BNTIA, and state governments aggressively plan and eventually deploy unprecedented resources of the BEAD program. While local governments, broadband providers, and other stakeholder entities eagerly await the allocations to be made to each of their states, they've begun to participate in the planning efforts undertaken in many states across the nation. The allocations for state funding won't be official until June, as we all know, and with some veteran state programs predicting the first round of bead funding in late 23 or 24, some state bead programs will begin even later. Upon receiving federal funding, many states will require legislative authority before launching their bead funding allocations. A plethora of articles have already been published describing specific and very technical aspects of the IIJA and BEAD program. Many have even made assumptions about how much each state will receive for the NTIA formulary, but we know that even the most prepared entity seeking to close the digital divide will need leadership and persistence. Therefore, if your state has completed its ARPA funding round, you may have some time before the funding programs are launched. This article focuses on the leadership aspect of the entities and providers. Between now and then, you can take time to prepare yourself and your organization to be vigorous advocates for more broadband funding for your area. Whether you work for a local county or other regional government that wants to bring broadband to your area, or whether you work for a broadband provider looking for additional partners and funding. So here are the six leadership techniques for the wave you'll see. Number one, understand your current reality and trust that understanding. There's a ton of anxiety about the broadband availability maps being drawn right now, and these will help determine which areas most need the funding. The maps tell one story, but you know your area better than anyone else. At Finley, too often they hear stories from county officials and broadband providers who gave up when attempting to apply for funding because they saw that the state or federal maps of the proposed service area already showed the area as quote unquote served. They didn't have enough information at their disposal to refute the service levels. So take stock of your situation, your region, communities, rural areas, and your towns. Be prepared to be frustrated by the existing broadband maps, and then be ready to challenge them. Every state funding program allows you to refute their maps and provide evidence to show the current situation. Now, before the grants are available, could be the perfect time to start gathering the information to make your case. Interviews with residents and businesses, surveys of area users, and collecting speed test data for your region are all possible sources. 
your company or local organization has a much better understanding than someone reviewing an application alongside hundreds of others seeking funding. Number two, get your house in order. You don't leave on a road trip without planning your route and assembling music, and for me, snacks. You don't send your child to the first day of school without the right supplies and clothing. So before the next round of grant applications begin, prepare yourself for what's coming. Here are three ways. First, start building relationships now, especially if you haven't already. Don't wait for the grant cycle to reach out to potential partners, county officials, or local broadband providers. Start discussing the future now. Get in touch with people in your state who are also hoping for funding or who have already successfully funded projects and learn what you can from them. Relationships need time to grow. Don't wait until the last minute. Secondly, take steps to be in the know. Each state is required to hold planning and outreach events to get as much local input as possible so they can build more robust plans for the impending funding. Find out when those are and attend them. Most state broadband programs have email distribution lists, host regular webinars, and have a team of professionals willing to connect with you. Other simple steps include establishing Google alerts with the keywords, subscribing to news services, and become a, becoming excuse me, a member of trade associations that need to stay current on broadband deployments and developments in your state and region. Next, if it's a priority, dedicate time and protect your calendar. Schedule time now to research and prepare for upcoming broadband funding programs. When they arrive, you'll know what to do and have dedicated time for focused attention. Don't wait until your schedule's packed. Block out time now. Encourage anyone in your organization likely to be involved in the planning process to do the same. Post weekly sync-ups and delegate items of importance. Your future self will thank you for this forethought. The third step is find out about your potential partner's plans. It's not what you know sometimes, it's whom you know in advocating for funding. Whether you're on the public or the private side, find out what your potential partners are doing now and hoping to do in the future. If you're a county official, meet with providers and determine their long-term plans within your area. The best source of broadband expansion is leveraging your existing providers. If you're in the private sector, do you know who your county contacts are? State and federal granting agencies have built scoring mechanisms and qualitative measures into their programs to see evidence of an emerging public-private partnership. So you're missing the mark if you haven't got to know your government officials. We're often in the position of brokering relationships between governments and providers, says Finley. Finley believes you can't begin that work too soon. Don't end up finding yourself scrambling for a partner when there's a funding deadline looming. Number four, foster your mindset to prepare for a marathon, not a sprint. Start getting in the right frame of mind about the grant process and what success looks like for your area. Closing the digital divide will be a long journey with many ups and downs. Don't get discouraged when you face the no's. Regroup, refocus, beef up those areas that need work and resubmit in future rounds. Your ability to adapt quickly will lead to a stronger yes sooner. 
If you're searching for a provider to partner with and your first or second or third choice isn't interested, don't give up. A willing provider may be on the horizon, so don't sacrifice your vision of being fully connected. As the adage says, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Number five, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Follow your gut. We've seen situations where a provider presents a proposal to a local government that promises, for example, broadband coverage to every home in the county quickly and inexpensively. Sounds great, right? But we know from experience that such offers are sometimes hollow. If you feel skeptical about a proposal, pay attention to that feeling. You probably need to do some investigation of your own. You can and should ask for information about past projects in other communities, including the names and contact information of the provider's partners, project details, and it's more. Do your homework before you accept a proposal that sounds too good to be true. Number six, broadband service providers beware. Take this opportunity to demonstrate accountability. Don't risk your reputation by promising something you can't deliver. Partnerships need to be built on trust and you play a big part in closing the digital divide for good. Remember, partners matter. Finley says many firms want to profit from the historic levels of funding available for broadband development. Make sure you choose someone with the experience needed to navigate these waters. Find someone who has decades of experience helping public and private entities build those broadband networks, brokering conversations between governments and providers, and ensuring projects stay on schedule and within budget. The next several years are going to be a busy and complex time. Finley says they would be honored to walk with you starting today and beyond as the funding waves crash upon us. Tim Arbiter is Director, Consulting Services at Finley. He has more than 22 years of multifaceted expertise with extensive knowledge of the broadband arena. His key areas include broadband policy legislation and program design, economic development and revitalization, strategic planning, state and federal funding strategies, public outreach, and research for advanced broadband deployment. Tim has been a certified economic developer, is a Missouri Leadership Academy graduate, holds a master's in guidance and counseling, and a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration Finance from Southeast Missouri State University. Thanks for joining Behind the Solutions podcast. Go to iscmag.com for more interviews, light listening, and learning with the ISC brand. Until next time, stay passionate about learning and be good to your teams.